Uh, welcome to Dose of Football uh, on the Spot. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about football ownership and how West Ham might also be getting a takeover after Newcastle got a huge takeover and now West Ham. And, you know, it just it seems like everybody's getting a lot of financial backing and, you know, the Premier League's going to become a league about money pretty soon at this rate. It's just whoever has the biggest bank account is just going to win the league year after year. But, you know, such as football um so yeah so today's episode was actually going to be about ownership foreign ownership in football and how ownership in football has impacted the game especially uh the premier league for instance if you look at bundesliga it's totally different because they have a 51 49 rule where no private commercial company can own more than i think 49 percent shares that's yeah that makes sense that's why it's 51 49 so i'm going to talk about how the private ownership has really impacted the premier league and how it's really impacted all football including transfer prices wages everything and now with west ham also on the verge of potentially getting a takeover from a billionaire check billionaire um how that's going to impact everything and how foreign ownership plays a bit of a disadvantage for some clubs and how it plays a bit of an advantage for other clubs now if you look at clubs like chelsea city um soon to be newcastle who all have are going to have fantastic financial backing man city obviously has you know they've become huge competitors for the premier league since they got their financial backing chelsea with roman abramovich has obviously you know he has a very cut ruthless system of sacking managers and it seems to be successful but then if you look at clubs like liverpool clubs like united arsenal who all have foreign owners as well but their owners don't seem to give as much of a care as city and uh chelsea's owners like man united's owners they have no structure to their football club they don't care oh you know Solskjaer should have been sacked after the liverpool game halfway through the liverpool game he should have been you're out of the club the horrible performance get out but he's been given three more matches which is shocking i don't think that's anything that would ever happen in football and if there had been fans in charge of the club there's no way they would ever agree to keeping oh you know Solskjaer under these circumstances poor run of forms and then you lose to your biggest rivals five nil at home and you know it just doesn't seem like a manager would keep a job after the like uh, after that especially if you have fan ownership and if you look at it then uh liverpool liverpool obviously they have a bit of a club identity now they have a good structure to their club they don't spend money and if you know liverpool fans absolutely hate their owners because they don't spend money since they won the champions league they bought thiago jota and Konate, i believe and that's the biggest three players they've bought and that's that's not exactly the best and they have no squad depth right now you know liverpool also have their own issues they're better structured than united because they have a competent manager now and they have a competent structure but, you know, still, you need to spend money. <laughs> and that's why Liverpool fans... Arsenal, you know, Arsenal is... They've made a bit of a comeback. But Arsenal fans also have issues with their owners. Tottenham is just a mess. Leicester, I really like Leicester's owners. I think Leicester has a good set of owners. You know, you know, rest in peace. Their, uh, rest in peace. Because uh, one of Leicester's owners passed away. And then his son took over. And, you know, I think Leicester's owners are really solid. His son came down and he lifted the trophy with them. And that's something that you don't see most managers do nowadays. I mean, sorry, managers. You don't see owners do nowadays. You know, they don't care enough about the club to do it. But that's obviously, you know, ever. I think everyone loves Leicester's owners. <laughs> or city's owners um but yeah so the way football has been impacted in recent years with you know this is what my biggest issue with foreign ownership is i'm a united fan so this might be coming from a place of a little bit of a hurt and saltiness because the glazers are absolute crap and they don't care about the club but look when you have foreign ownership in a club 
you have someone who doesn't know the community around the club. If you go into Manchester and you look around Old Trafford, the community around that is fantastic. You know, you have someone come in who buys the club who doesn't know the ownership. He doesn't know the community. He has no pre-existing relationship to the club. You know, his parents didn't grow up in Manchester and he didn't grow up supporting United. He didn't grow up supporting Liverpool, Chelsea, whatever. So, so he has no existing relation to the club. And then you have this foreign owner who comes in, he buys the club and he's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take money from this. Now, if you look at the situation like City you know they obviously invested a lot of money in the club you know their owner wanted to win he cared about the footballing not just the financials he cared about winning he wanted to win and he did they've won they had a very successful run in the last few years they've completely taken over United uh, you know as a United fan I can say in the last decade Manchester has definitely been <laughs> like I hate to say it I absolutely hate to say it but they've been winning all the trophies and it comes down to the ownership. You know, United has a much better advantage going into the decade. We had Sir Alex Ferguson, we had a structure, we had a good team and then we lost that. The owners, once Sir Alex Ferguson retired, you know, the Glazers didn't feel like they owed anyone anything. They didn't feel that they needed to, you know, the structure fell apart, everything fell apart after Sir Alex Ferguson retired. And look, so a foreign ownership isn't bad, like for Clubs like City, Chelsea, it's been fantastic. For PSG, it's been fantastic. For what's going to happen in Newcastle, it's going to be fantastic. But for clubs like Liverpool, United, who, you know, they have these owners come in who don't care about the club. They don't care about what they're doing. You know, it obviously sucks. It sucks for them. It really does. And it impacts the club a lot. Like, look, imagine being a supporter of, let's say, United, or I'm going to say United because I'm a United fan. Imagine supporting United. You love this club with all your heart. And the reason you guys aren't winning is because you don't have a club structure. And you don't have a club structure because you have owners who don't know anything about the club, who don't care about the club. They've turned your club into a business. Now, that sucks. As a fan, that absolutely sucks. And... You know, it's it's horrible because the foreign owner has essentially turned United into a business. You know, he doesn't care about the footballing aspect of the club. The same can be said with Arsenal. I mean, Mikel Arteta has turned around in recent times and they are tied with United now. But, you know, that's the issue with foreign ownership. When you have people come in who don't care about the community, who don't really care about it, they look at the financials of it more than the footballing. That's what happens. Now, football ownership isn't obviously a bad thing for every club. Like I said, Chelsea, City have obviously benefited from it. Newcastle are definitely going to benefit from it. But clubs like Liverpool, United have not benefited from it. So it puts them at a bit of a disadvantage to come up against, especially, let's say, United, to come up against these clubs whose owners care a lot more than their own owners do. And they fall behind because of that. And then their owners will take the right action, but way too late. And that's a problem with foreign ownership. Now, if you look at places like Italy, um, where a lot of Italian clubs are still owned by Italians, they're owned by locals, they're owned by people who care about the club, you know, have some roots of the club. You look at Bundesliga, where it's owned by, you know, fans, 51% is not owned by commercials, so no one can commercialize the club. They can't force the club to, you know. There is a rule, exceptions, like I think... Wolfsburg as one of the clubs that falls under the exception if you've been financially backing the club for over 10 20 years you do get the ability and a potential chance to try and take over the club completely and that's what's happened with Wolfsburg and a few other clubs but other than that you know it's locals that and so obviously they want their club to win they don't want to make stupid decisions and that's why their clubs do well and the thing with foreign ownership is 100%. It's inflated the price of transfer fees, wages, everything football really has. Because look, ticket prices have gone up with foreign ownership. Transfer fees. You think Jack Grealish is a 100 million pound player? He is most definitely not a 100 million pound player. He might become a 100 million pound player. But realistically, if you compare it to Cristiano Ronaldo, who left for 70 million from United, 
you know, a long time ago, before 2010, if you he left for that much, uh, you know, 70 million. If you look at it like that, you think Jack Grealish is in the same position to be worth 100 million. I don't think so. I really don't think so. But if you look at it, it's football. It really is football. Because these foreign owners have come in, they're able to spend a lot more money than you know other clubs are. They're lots able to spend a lot more money. They're able to inflate the prices, and that's what's happened. You know, Gareth Bale went for over a hundred million a few years after Cristiano Ronaldo went for seventy million. So you know, and prices have been inflated, but I'm not going to pinpoint it exactly to foreign ownership. I think they have kickstarted and played a huge part and pushing prices way higher than they should be wages being way higher than they should be but like look at the bundesliga they have very low ticket prices you know it's affordable for almost everyone they have yeah, their jerseys are a bit expensive but that's just merchandise but they have a structure to them they care about the fans they care about the footballing aspect more than the financial you think Bayern munich couldn't become a brand and make like united they couldn't make a lot of money and everything they couldn't become i think psg is a bit of a brand too you'd think they couldn't become like psg and just mint a lot of money but they don't because they have fan owners they have people who care they have people who care about the footballing aspect more than the financial aspects they have people who actually care genuinely about the club united owners don't care about the club cristiano ronaldo was more so a commercial transfer than a footballing transfer i think for the glazers honestly you think they said oh yeah ronaldo could help elevate the club now they saw the fact that they could sell a lot more jerseys they could bring a lot more revenue and i believe the club's value went up in eight percent immediately after ronaldo signed so look at it like that well look newcastle is going to come in they're going to start spending a lot of money they're going to start doing well and obviously if i was a newcastle fan i'd be thrilled you know great for newcastle but then when you look at it, clubs like Arsenal, not Arsenal, United, um, maybe Liverpool are going to start to fall back a bit behind because their owners won't be, Liverpool owners won't be spending money. Man United's owners won't be, you know, caring about the footballing aspect. If a manager's not doing well, they won't sack him. They won't look, oh, we can bring this in. They won't think strategy. They'll just think, oh, we made top four. Brilliant. We made money. Let's go. Next, next, next. So it puts some clubs at a disadvantage. And I do think football needs a bit of regulation. I think you know how that regulation is going to come in what it could be is the question i think you know the board of directors there should be meaningful fan ownership it doesn't mean that you know um that we completely get rid of private owners but we should have some meaningful fan say in how these clubs are run because the local community should have a say in how these clubs are run united was started by workers working in manchester you know all these clubs were started by locals they weren't started by these billionaires who wanted to make money it wasn't it really wasn't but it's become as the albert courtois said it's become a bit of a money game we play extra games because it's extra game on tv it's more money it's like that and it has become a game a lot about money but what can we do you know i think the european super league in that way is inevitable when it comes to players being forced to play so many more games managers being forced to play so many more games but the thing is the owners wouldn't allow for european um they wouldn't really care that players are forced to play as much games because you think the glazers cared about the european super league and what fans had to say the pressure from fans forced them to get rid of the super league if there was no you know if if like what, what am i trying to say here how can i phrase this correctly you think the glazers i mean it was obviously a bad idea but i think the european super league in the was a good idea in the say that the clubs got a say in how footballing was managed and if they were fan owners it would have been even better but they aren't so it's what it is but the european super league isn't a bad idea in concept because look fifa's about to move the world cup every two years which you know it has its pros and cons but i think generally 
I don't think players would be, you know, in favor of that. Now, if there was a European Super League, if there was a players union, they would talk back to that, but they can't because there isn't. They're just, you know, people say, oh, they make a lot of money. They shouldn't complain. It's not just about the money, you know. Players will get injured. It'll be a lot harder for managers to cope. It'll be a lot of pressure, mental pressure, whatever. So the no amount of money can make up for the amount of pressure and injuries. And no amount of money can fix injuries, you know. And it's that's that is what it is. But let's trinkle back to the original topic of foreign ownership and how I think that plays out. Look, it's obviously puts clubs at a disadvantage. Like when United has owners that don't care, when it has it has inflated. It's has it generally been good for football? Is the question I want to come down to and answer. Has it generally been good for football? I want to say no if you compare it to if only fans ran the club. If only fans ran the club, from that aspect, it would be a clear no. But from an aspect of it has obviously, you know, Manchester City has developed their facilities greatly. PSG have developed their facilities greatly because of the foreign money that's come in. So from that aspect, yes. But from the aspect of has it made football more competitive? Sort of. It sort of has. Yeah, like City is a much better team now and it's brought a lot of competition at the Premier League. But has it made it more competitive compared to if fans ran their club? I don't think so. I think if fans had a say in how their clubs were run, I don't think it would be as competitive. I think it would be much more competitive if fans chose to run their clubs because fans would be demanding the most. They would be asking for the most. You know, it would be much a higher level of expectation, standards, and competition if fans chose to run their clubs. So at the end of the day, there is no doubt in my mind that fan ownership and fan, meaningful fan ownership at least, would be more beneficial for all of football. But now all of football isn't just football. It's also money, a lot of, lot of damn money. It's a lot of damn money. And yeah, so I don't think overall we can say much. You know, the ownership's there. We can't change it. We can't get rid of it. But yeah, it has its advantages and disadvantages. Some clubs, as a United fan, I'd say it's a disadvantage. Get rid of foreign ownership. Glazers out. Liverpool fans would be FSG out. I really think overall it would be beneficial for fan ownership. It's it's a fairy tale concept. It's never going to happen. If you look at the Bundesliga, the fans are so happy there. They have the highest average capacity. Tickets are cheap. It's more focused on footballing than commercial, and I think that's perfect. I think that's beautiful and great, and that's what the game truly should be at its height. You know, obviously, people are going to be like, the Bundesliga is a farmer's league. Bayern win every year, whatever. Whatever in that aspect that I can't change. But, yeah, I think that's all I have to say on this topic. I'll see you guys in the next episode, Manchester Monday podcast. Actually, we have, we're still working on how we're going to structure these podcasts because Manchester Monday is starting to excel ahead of this podcast. We haven't been the most consistent with this podcast. I have to figure out how we're going to manage this podcast. My co-host is sick. I hope he gets better soon, obviously. And, yeah, we're going to structure how we're going to go about this. But check out Monday at Monday Manchester on Instagram. That is our Manchester United podcast, which is just essentially a lot of rage and anger right now. So you can, if you enjoy, if you're a foreign, if you're a not foreign fan, if you're a rival fan, please be sure to check out that podcast because I'm sure you'd love to hear how angry we are and how sad we are. And you can have a good laugh at us if you want. You know, we just want the views, whatever gets us views. And if you're a United fan, obviously check out that podcast because we bring up a lot of what I think are valid points. We have a lot of good debates and we talk a lot about it. But yeah, 
I'm, we're definitely going to be more focused on this podcast from now on. I think it's going to be just on the spot episodes. You're going to get a race. It's just going to be a weekly podcast where you ever recover an umbrella of football, what's happening. Like we did today, I feel like I could make this episode more interesting, but as I build up and figure out, you know, it's a process. There's no fit format on how we're going to make this product. Uh, we're learning as we go, essentially. And, you know, it falls on Instagram. Our views are getting up there, and I hope we can continue to grow. Until then, I'll see you guys in the next episode. Take care.